don't have any alcohol, so it's happy-ish. Are you ready, everybody? It's six o'clock. Get on the train. All aboard the joke workshop. New joke train here at mutinyradio.fm. Yo, we're here to listen to all the new comedians, or all the comedians with their new jokes every Monday here on Joke Workshop from 6 to 8 p.m. Uh, there are a bunch of microphones strewn around the room. Those are so the comedians can give helpful comments to their peers. It's going to be four-minute sets followed by four minutes of commentary. Hey, take notes. I do. And uh, help out your friends or not friends. Hey, if you don't want to give them a tag, give them a shitty tag and see if they use it later at the next open mic. And you can laugh at them and be like, I sabotaged you, motherfucker. Or be nice. We're pretty nice here. If you're going to give people compliments, that's great. In fact, let's make it a compliment sandwich. It's a nice thing, and then, hey, this is the meaty shit in the middle. That's how to make it better. And then a nice, fluffy brioche bun on the other side, toasted. It's going to be delicious. We're all here at the Joke Workshop. And, uh, hey, I'm excited for your first comedian because it's his birthday. So uh, if you're mean to him, you can suck a dick because it's his fucking birthday. I have no idea how old he is. He's actually, he, he's like the Peter Pan of the San Francisco comedy community. He's got beautiful hair. I'm sure it makes him fly. Put your hands together, everybody, for Artie! That was a wonderful intro. I am the Peter Pan of the comedy scene, not just because I turned 34 and I still look like I'm 12, uh, but because I've also been caught sneaking into women's windows at night. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I want to tell you about an exciting business investment opportunity I have for you today. Uh, it's myself and my good friend, uh, the Don, Donald Trump. Yes, that's right. I'm good friends with the Don. I call him the Don, or actually I call him S-Man for his middle name, S. What do, what do you mean it's J? No, that, that's just what he wants the media to know. You know, No, his middle name, is it starts with S, right? Because we're so close. And I call him the S-Man. And uh, you know, he told me that when we were on his uh, golf course down uh, that place, uh, Martini Rossi, you know, that, that, uh, that golf course he's got. We were playing 16 holes. Yeah, no, what, what do you mean it's got 18 holes? No, he's so efficient, he plays them in 16. He gets 18 done in 16. He's the most, in- anyway, I got this investment opportunity with me and the Don down at the Martini Rossi Golf Club. It's going to be a lot of fun, and I think you should get involved. Uh, uh, you know, uh, last time we played, the Don, he shot, he's so good, he shot 26 over easy. He's the best golfer out there, just just phenomenal. Anyway, that's the thing I'm working on. It's the world's worst con artist, anyway. Uh, yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah, see, and everybody gets it after I explain it. Uh, that's a sign of a good, good joke. I got to explain it right afterwards, and then everybody starts laughing. Uh, so yeah, happy birthday to me. Uh, I'm 34. Uh, I Birthdays bum me out, man. I get depressed on my birthday. That's why I smoke so much pot today and every other day. Uh, no, I, I birthdays bum me out. Because there's so many expectations. Like, everyone wants you to have a great birthday. Like, have an awesome birthday. And I'm just like, man, if I can just not hate myself for five minutes a day, that'll be super birthday. That'll be an awesome birthday. Uh, so yesterday, to, to celebrate, I decided to go to the movies, which is a good way to hate yourself on your birthday. Because uh, I forgot, when you go to the movies, you go with other people. You know? And the other people are just, just miserable. And uh, I went to go see that movie, uh, Thor Ragnarok. You know, right? With with, with uh, that that pretty guy, what's his name? Chris 
Hem, I always get it worth it. Hemsworth? Hemsworth, yeah. I always want to say Helmsworth for some weird reason. Uh, anyway, Chris Hemsworth, very pretty guy, but after the movie, I got really bummed out because I Googled him. Uh, you know, I didn't Google him, Google. I just Googled Yeah, I Googled him. I, anyway, I Googled him. I, it turns out uh, I, I was born November 6, 1983. He was born August 11th, 1983. So I got like six months to get myself like six Marvel movies and a whole fashion line, everything under my belt, real good, and then I can catch up and not feel so bad about myself, you know, because I'll have achieved something, you know? Yeah. Uh, I, ah, uh, man, I can't, I can't, uh, I'm single, and all day I meet available women, but I can't ask them out, because uh, they work at the dispensary next door to where I work, and it's just like, I can't ask the people I every day beg for a free joint, you know, to go out with me on a date, that's not going to work, they're not, no, they're not going to like that, no. <laughs> Uh, but at least I'm a cheap date, right? You know, just just some free weed, and I'll take I'll I'll take you anywhere. I'll go to the opera. I don't care as long as I can smoke beforehand. I'll go to the opera. It's fun. Um, yeah, I I um I don't have too much more because it is my birthday and I'm lazy and I didn't write anything. Uh, but I'll end on this. It's good to see everybody. It's good to make it on another orbit around the sun. Um, you know, I look forward to this next one and maybe it won't be as bleak as the last one. So give it up for your host, Pam Benjamin. And thank you very much for being new radio. Fresh so clean, smoking on some gangsta. Hooray, huzzah, there's microphones around if you want to talk and say things, meow. I got, I got two quick ones. I caught, I, I missed the beginning of the, <clears throat> the Trump golfing joke, but, mm-hmm. uh, you could point out that the real reason this whole, uh, North Korean thing is because they're both trying to lie about who's better at golf. Like, that's, oh yeah, because that's like one of the big Kim Jong Il lies. Is like you got a hole in one in every hole his first time trying to golf. Like, yeah, I don't know, something there maybe. <clears throat> and uh, the Chris Hemsworth thing, you say you just say the Marvel movies, but you also point out like the fact that he's basically like an Adonis, and just say like I also got to put like six pounds on my height and like forty five pounds of mu- or six mm-hmm. six inches to height, forty five pounds of muscle mass, but then say like and three inches off my dick or something like that. Oh yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. know. Th- possible yeah. tags. Good, thank you. Others. Others. I had a I feel like you were doing a whole thing about being poor and stuff and I feel like I know it's it might just be a good writing exercise to come up with a punch of a bunch of punchlines for like, I'm so poor mm. I have to ask the girls out next door that I buy that I beg weed off of like just the same thing as like I like my girls like I like my coffee but it's a good writing workshop to like just think about all the things that you're so poor that you are doing either for dating or for thing it might be a cute like right you might find some really good stuff in there because right now you like you were talking about how poor you were but just like to put it in um, the construct, like the box of yeah, put it into a form. to a joke box. Yeah, gotcha. I'm so poor. Blah blah. blah. You could basically yeah. you could just try to write a bunch of one-liners about it, and then see if they because it sounds like that's kind of where you're going with like yeah. your personal gestalt mm-hmm. to end up the poor. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah and uh, your your con man thing. Yeah, I, I think you you know I think you're trying to voice it in like the voice of like a carnival barker. Yeah, you know to like get that. Uh, y- you might want to, you know. There's a definite pacing and oh, yeah, speech to that. Step up, step up, one and all. Yeah, yeah. So, that sort yeah. of thing. Uh, you don't have to quote him, but if you can get that meter uh, yeah. or something, 
uh, to help sell it because it does speak to our minds when they hear that kind of yeah you know, right yeah. this way, ladies and gentlemen. You know yeah uh, that, that that would probably sell it a lot better. Awesome. Yeah. Any others? All right, All right, clap wildly for Artie! Drop tops, drop cars, snitches on the drop, running back to cop cars. Cop cars. Oh, your next comedian. He had an amazing set last Friday on Fantastic's Comedy Clubhouse. If you want to go back and listen to that, he was. I, I'm going to say you were the best set of the night. Like, even Jonathan and I were talking about it after we were like, Matthew Quirk fucking murder. You had like the perfect audience. Everyone was over 40. Everyone loved exactly what you were saying. Like, all the jokes you've been working out here in front of the millennials were like, we hate that you're fucking with us. All the old people were like, yeah. And then, yeah! It was really great. Everybody, put your hands together for Matthew Quirk! Thank you, and like a real old man, I'm going to talk about how great I was. Uh, actually, uh, yeah, I'm sort of a niche comic. I need to be speaking to people of my generation. Young people don't get me. Uh, anywho... So, how about that church shooting? Yeah, I'm starting to think that thoughts and prayers aren't working. <laughs> and maybe we should try like theorems and proofs. Maybe that's what we should all hashtag, theorems and proofs. Science joke, Marty. Uh, anyway, Trump said, you know, it's right. You know, this is no time to talk about guns, right? And uh, then he stepped off stage to go make uh, an arms deal with <laughs> Japan. Because this is no time to talk about guns. Uh, he also said uh, that it was a mental health issue. And uh, it's a mental health issue. And I believe his phrasing was, I have to go back and get this quote, it's escaped me. But it was something like, uh, and it starts at the top, this mental health issue. And I certainly agree with that statement. Uh, so yeah, it's not a gun issue, it's a mental health issue. Oh, okay, I'll give you that. What the fuck are you doing about mental health, Mr. President? Nothing, right? He's doing nothing. He's doing nothing. Uh, let's see. Anything else in the news I should rub directly into a wound? I guess that's, that's really all I had to work on. That's all that's fresh in my mind. So let's get right to comments. Watch the game from up top. This is Matthew Quirk giving his time back to the room like a champion. You're so topical. You're always so topical. I love it. So I just, I like the, the angle that you have that thoughts and prayers aren't working. So maybe to just further delve into the sarcasm of that, like, why don't we try chants and what, what else would there be? Chants, chants and, and mantras or chants something? And Incantations. Yeah. <laughs> chants and crystals, sorry. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Chants and mantras, crystals, new yeah. age shit. Got it. How do we How do we get away from them? Yeah, or kind of coming off of that, because like, or I really like applaud you at saying a lot of things about Trump that were pretty original, because like everyone's talking about Trump, so I thought those were really funny ideas, especially the arms deal compared with the gun control thing. 
the one thing I thought could use like more specificity was the thoughts and prayers thing, just because that is a thing I've seen, a statement I've seen people make. But I think it's like a really good way to lead into it. I think if there was like, and I'm not offering up any examples here, but I feel like that's the one thing that could use like more of your own point of view. Just because, yeah, that's all. But I thought everything else was really good. <laughs> all right. Thank you. Smoking Kush all day. You can oh, say Joke Workshop, your next comedian. Excited that she's here. Everybody put your hands together for Natalie Fwazi. You can say I'm on when I'm gone off the She's not here. She signed up. She's not here. All right, your next comedian. What a champion he is. Uh, he, I, I'm excited to have him. Well, he's on all the shows because he still has friends that come to shows. Put your hands together for Marty Gunny. He the coolest cat in town. He the baddest. I grabbed it. I did my work in practice. All right. Forgive me if I'm a little dreary. Uh, I ran out of serotonin at about 10 p.m. yesterday. Uh, I don't know how. Uh, besides that, uh, speaking of drugs, uh, we were talking about the, the drugs that I purchased last night. And uh, someone asked me, you know, how, did, how do you know these are good quality? He's like, oh, I know these are good quality. He's like, well, how do you know? He's like, well, because I get them from a gay. I, I tell you, gay men have the best drugs. And that's how, I know that homosexually, like when people talk about homosexuality being a choice, I know it's not. That's not true. That's not a thing at all. Because if you could choose to be gay, I'd be gay. Like, especially in San Francisco. I know that it's like, you know, I've got blinders on. I'm sure I don't see like so much of the downsides and the abuse and the everything. But it, they just make it look so great here, don't they? I mean, the fun drugs, the great music, the good time, the just want. Uh, want uh, I had. I've, I can't think of the the word. Just the incredible amount of sex you can have, like. I don't know. It just seems like that we're getting a raw deal as, a, as straight guys on that one. Uh, it really bothers me uh, when I see bums that have nicer shoes than me. Uh, you see that a lot in the financial district because uh, I guess, you know, people are just donating shoes out there and they're all in their business outfits. But it's just like, I don't know, like maybe that's is that a statement on me? Is that like, should I be less bothered or should I get nicer shoes? I, I'm not sure. Uh, probably my fault on that end. Um, uh, I love, so I take the bus a lot. Muni's, Muni's a friend of me. And, um, I really enjoy when you see someone do this. Uh, they're, maybe they're sitting against the window and they're looking down at their phone and they, they look up and then they look around, even though they're like back to the window, they still check behind them. You know for sure they're looking at something fucked up on that phone right there. Like, I, it makes me want to go look at their phone now. Like, I wasn't even thinking about it. And now I'm like, well, what the fuck are you looking at? And I only, like, it only really occurred to me because I caught myself doing that one time when somebody sent me a, a nude photograph. And um, I was like, well, okay, this is exciting. But I was like, hey, who's looking behind me? And it was just like, it's just like a guilty look you get on your face right there. Uh, I don't know. I was thinking about that. I need something for it. Uh, has anybody here ever actually fallen for just the tip? Uh, is that a thing people actually fall for? Like, who the fuck would believe that? Like, what kind of idiot would, like, be like, oh, yeah, he'll stop there. Like, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like, how do you eat food? Do you, like, put your mouth on the burger and then just kind of, like, sink your teeth into it a little bit and then 
pull back? Is that how you eat? Like, I don't, I don't understand the logic behind that. I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me. Oh man. Oh shit. What was I going to do? Uh, I think I mentioned this last week, but I don't really like when people say that like, you know, porn isn't realistic enough. Like there needs to be more realistic porn. Like who the fuck wants to see realistic porn? Like, you have their shirt on the whole time because they're feeling bloated? Are they... You're going to last... It's going to be what? There's going to be like uh, one position. Uh, it's going to last three minutes and then like what? Like five minutes of crying and apologizing. And then uh, ten minutes of uh, arguing about what food you're going to get. And that's it. That's, that's, a, that's, a, that's still a 20-minute video, but there's really only three minutes you want to see. I don't know. It's confusing to me. Um, I don't really get cocaine. I don't understand it. Um, I think that people, I don't know. I, I guess I, it, w- it was just weird for me that I've never done cocaine before until I went to Columbia. And so like, you know, when in Rome, I was there and, uh, decided, you know, try a little, try a little bit. Turns out you're not actually supposed to do a whole line of it. Uh, when it's that pure, uh, you're really only supposed to do a bump. Uh, and my entire, f- like, Everywhere above my neck went numb, like the entire entirety of it. And uh, it was upsetting because not only did that did not feel great, but I was very drunk when I did it. And then uh, when I did it, I wasn't drunk anymore. Um, thanks a lot, cocaine. Like I was in, I put a lot of hard work into that drunk. Like I just spent eight hours a day, probably about 60 bucks getting drunk. It cost me $80 in five seconds to undo it all. Now I'm just up at 4am pissed off and sober and just an extreme hankering to talk about it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Like I can do that on a Wednesday night all on my own. Like that's, that's easily achievable. I didn't need to put all this effort into it. Uh, all right. That's my time guys. Thanks a lot. Comments about his cokehead behavior. Yeah, I like I like the realistic porn thing. I like the, uh, the how useless cocaine is. Uh, but I, I have a tag for you. Who who fell for? Maybe you should answer your own question. Like, oh, I know who fell for just the tip. Every woman here. You know, every woman in the world. You know. Yeah. Um, and it's your fault. Yeah. Okay. I like that's that's a good. Yeah. I like that. Uh, I, I like the uh, screwed up stuff on Muni thing, but I think you can tighten it by just going to yeah. That's you, very you fresh. looking at them, and then going and then you're checking behind yourself to see. But then you're jealous. You're like, well, what's so good? Because I haven't had to look behind myself in like yeah. Months. Okay, that's good. You know, so what sites has he found? Right. So yeah. it, it could be a one upsmanship. Can thing. we like scare? Yeah. Can we like share sources? Oh yeah. Yeah. Hurry. There you go. He's found the holy grail. Yeah. All right. <laughs> So for the realistic porn bit, which I like, um, and, yeah. the, and what it, does it look like? You you do your few examples, and yes, and then the last part could be, and then just watching the guy spend ten minutes answering the question. So where is this going? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the like the awkward post-sex conversation, like that's a bit. Yeah, like what that. What did it mean? Yeah. <laughs> hmm. yeah. Uh, Good stuff, especially the second half. It got going real well. I thought uh, I liked your points about uh, about the the phone porn. I thought maybe an angle is that then you start looking over people's shoulders when you see that look or something. Yeah, now I'm like interested. I yeah. was I, I was gonna go with that, but like I didn't have anywhere to like keep going. I gotta think on that one more. Okay, and then uh, about the shoes, I like wanted maybe more description. 
Because, I mean, those are some pretty loud shoes to tell that joke in. Oh, yeah. Like, were, like, uh, were the bum shoes more stylish or, like, fancier? No, it's like, like they're, yeah, I, I should, probably should have been more specific. Yeah, they're wearing, like, they're wearing, like, business shoes, like Italian leather shoes. I'm like, wow. what the fuck yeah, is this? Yeah, you got to mention that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and, okay. and, like, I mean, I think it's definitely going to distract people when you have the bright yellow shoes and you're telling <laughs> that joke. Like, you got to bring it in in some way. Yeah, right. Um, and then the other thing, I, yeah, I love the the Coke stuff. Um, I think maybe maybe an angle on that is uh, that like, uh, how is it such a good drug if your problem was doing the best version of it? Oh yeah, like, like it can only go downhill from here. Like I had the good stuff. Like yeah, you would have been better off with something that was like cut. Yeah, and that's great because I actually have a whole bit about like cut cocaine after that. So okay. I could do. I could follow it up. That's a good idea. Um. Yeah, I thought. I, yeah, I really like your suggestion for the just the tip joke because, I mean, I've, oh, I don't know if I'd say fallen for, well, yeah, I mean, I guess, uh, I don't know, um, enough said about that, but uh, there was like a misunderstanding when I was listening to your, talking about going to Columbia and doing cocaine, because I don't, this could be like a little fun uh, tag if you want, but you could be like, you know, I, um, I didn't do cocaine until I you know, um, went to Columbia, uh, like Columbia University, go Lions or something. <laughs> and then you could be like, no, well, I was in Columbia. New York's hell of a city. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but no, I thought it was funny. Cool. That was all. Oh. Um, I thought it was funny to say that everything above your neck went numb. Uh, maybe like your memory's frozen time. I don't know. Maybe that, okay, no. Not no, me. no, I'm, I'm just thinking. Uh, and then when at the end, I think it's really funny that you're like, it made you sober and then you're talking about like it's always sunny. Yeah. Like you should be like, and, and then I had this deep, meaningful, important conversation about the character development behind D or like something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You right, know, right, because right, that's right, how right. Coke is. Kind of a little misdirection like, there. But then I did You'll have get a... so deep and the next day you're like, dude, I was fucking full of shit. <laughs> or, <laughs> or something completely that like that you wanted to talk about the cat you had when you were 10 that died something that like has no connection to anyone in the world at all that you want to talk to for like 10 hours at a time with because like people actually might be able to connect with the construction of d or like you know but something yeah. that like because if whenever i've been on coke i end up listening to someone talk about their grandma's cat for five hours and i'm like yeah and you're just like, I, you didn't even know fuck? that cat like, why are we talking right about here? the miss yeah exactly what am i listening to so right now even i think that even if it's always sunny in Philadelphia is too much of a relatable concept. Yeah. I think you can delve farther and make that. That's a great, the concept that you're dealing with is great. Your punchline can be yeah. way I, more That's bizarre. why I, I mean, I've done this one like two, three weeks in a row now. Just keep switching the punchline. Just keep, do the same thing, but just keep switching it and find one that works with yeah. people that it's gotta be weird. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely has to be weird. Cool. All right. That's probably my time. Marty County. Yay. American and doing this thing. Next comedian. We got a lot of ladies and I'm very excited about it. Your next lady's gonna make you laugh. Put your hands together for April Hirschman. It's feeling cloudy. Smoke the swish of sweet and eat the Mary Jane and brownies. So how that sound? I'll be coming with a pound. One hit a quitter to make you get down. Get down. But just in case the popo jock in my line. Y'all can't say Nathan about the eighth and the OZ or the dime. Crime related on the down low. Love that intro music. So um, I was at a Grace Jones concert, and she is an amazing goddess. And it was at the Greek, and she was wearing higher heels than I've ever worn. And she's like 70. If she's a day, no one knows how old she is. She doesn't know how old she is. And she set the stage on fire. It's not surprising, right? It's fucking Grace Jones. And um, this is how that happened. So she, there was a light, 
and it went on fire and no one noticed it because she was like, the light is on fire. The light is on. And I was like, the light is on fire. Like, please can Grace Jones not burn down that. She's like, the light is on fire. I got my heels. So they put it out, but I mean, it was touch and go. So that kind of freaked me out. But um, so I figured out what a girlfriend is, like a feminine girlfriend. If if you're a queer butch woman, you got a feminine girlfriend. If you're a heterosexual man, you got a feminine girlfriend. A girlfriend doesn't love you, doesn't want to marry you. A girlfriend is someone trying to get you to go to yoga. That's all a girlfriend is. She just wants you. I don't know. It's a cult. They sign you up and they're like, bring more people, bring men, bring your butch girlfriends. Okay. So it's all new stuff. Just going to power through. Um, Mostly, so uh, Tinder tourism. Let's talk about it. So I've done my time on Tinder. I hope I can, they'll let me go now, but um, it's an addiction. So the swiping. And uh, Tinder tourism is when like happy, attractive people are like, oh my God, I have a boyfriend. I don't like need, I'm not on here for dating. Duh, I'm attractive, like obviously. But I just want to make more friends and just expand the circle. I fucking hate those people. How dare you? Tinder is for desperate, lonely masturbators. Don't bring your happy marriage into this space. We are swiping out of desperation right now. So um, sometimes I switch from Tinder to Lyft, because why not? It's just a different app. They pick you up within three minutes. They take you, you know, to whatever restaurant you want to go to. You have 17 minutes, or you can do further away, 20 minutes, to convince them that you are on a date together. So yeah, Lyft is, uh, it actually is, you know, when you're impatient like me, and you can't be doing all this messaging, just switch to Lyft. Um, words after sex. I want to know what, you know, we'll talk about this afterwards, but like, I'm real particular about like what is said right after sex. You know, I think it should be maybe talking about the performance, you know, how did it go? How are you feeling? People just do weird segues. Has this ever happened? This is, this is kind of dark, but this woman was like, yeah, I, then I got drugged and, and raped and, and I was just like, whoa, Leave a tender moment alone. No one ever wants to stop a woman from talking about her, you know, sexual, terrible, violent experience, but that's just, no, it's not the right time. So yeah, I suspected not funny, just dark, but I, I want your feedback on that one. So um, yeah, just out of the blue, we were talking about orgasmic birth, I don't know why. My mom's a hippie parent, she can always shock me. She's like, you were an orgasmic birth, April? I was just like, yeah, I don't know what to say to that. Um, yeah. Dad couldn't make you come and, uh, okay. And then, so, um, then, yeah, another time I was like, oh, mom, I'm so glad we moved from San Francisco up into the country. You know, why, I said, why'd you do it? But I knew why. I mean, why do you move your kid to the country? There's places to walk. It's quiet. You won't get mugged. She's like, oh no, it wasn't, it wasn't that. We were like two houses down from my PCP dealer. <laughs> Spend my time. Thanks, guys. Yay, April Horseman, yay! Got through it. That was some really fresh stuff. You look like you just came off riding a horse, and it makes <laughs> me feel really great. <laughs> you, look, you look really darling. Uh, comments on April's jokes, yay! I just like want to take note. I'm a note taker. App look like a dating app that was more lift like, so there'll be yes. ratings and credit card. 
credit card information. Who has, who has a pen? A countdown to how long it's going to take for him to come. Okay, sorry, what? Thank you so much. Okay, so combine, combine. Oh, so you can just elaborate. Like, what would live for dating look like? You could, you get the ratings, credit card information, um, feedback from other users. Yes. You get the timer that tells you when he's going to come. <laughs> watch, watch. It'll be like on the market tomorrow. Thank you. That's good stuff. Uh, I thought the 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 telling people like that shouldn't be on Tinder, like to get off Tinder, is I don't know. Maybe start like doing like elaborate traps to like actually invite those people out and then just like lock them in a room somewhere so that they can't be on Tinder anymore. Just like I don't know. So however you thin the population, like what's your solution? Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to hear your your idea of how to diffuse that terrible post sex talk. Like, what's your suggestions? Like, because you're saying like you can't interrupt a woman who's talking about that, right? But like, what do you do? Uh, a funny suggestion there, I think, would go well. Uh, and you say about your mom, uh, you moved next to the PCP dealer, and you say, yeah. When I say we moved, I mean she actually picked up the house and carried it out there. <laughs> PCP, uh-huh. something like that. Yeah. That's very funny because people on PCP are supposed to be able to lift cars and stuff. That's very funny. Love it. Um, Loving the feedback. Hey. Uh, the orgasmic birth is really interesting. Um, does that make you like the incarnation of an orgasm? Mm. I don't know. Um, maybe you embody that somehow. And then, do you sleep with women? Is that where this women opening up to you after sex comes from? <laughs> yes, I do. Oh, okay. I love sleeping with women. Okay, because I was just going to say to make sure it's like, pers- that maybe say more like, a woman did this to me. And okay. so that we know that you're not just generalizing women and thinking that's happening when maybe it's not. Okay. And so then we're more there with you because we all will have that same reaction of like, oh shit, like what do you say? You know? And obviously, the side of my head is shaved, so everyone and, would know I slept with women. It's, it's radio. No, 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 well, no, that's no. a very funny joke that you should say. Like that. That's a very funny joke that you should say. Like when okay. people are confused and they're looking at you, and then you retag that joke. Oh, did you guys not know that I, I have a, the side of my head is shaved? You didn't know I was a lesbian. Like, how did you not see that? Like, that's a very funny but, thing to put after a joke. Actually, I okay, didn't know that you. was a trademark. But that, like. <laughs> Bisexual, but it's it's complicated. Uh, but then you can build on that even more because, like, her talking about something violent like that after getting like softly pet by another woman. You know what I mean? Like, well, I had just orgasmed, and I was like, "What the fuck? You're stealing my stride right now." <laughs> and, like, and sex between two women is just softer, I think, than with men. Like, I mean, in my experience, like, it's just a softer, oftentimes, experience. So, like, to bring up rape at a time like that's odd in that yeah. I will experience you but you whatever like. nice set thank you guys golly this is so helpful I'm coming every Monday <laughs> yes queen uh, so I, li- I like the Tinder tourist bit a lot but uh, when you brought it up I, it kind of made me think of a different kind of Tinder tourism are you familiar with like the humanitarians of Tinder kind of thing <laughs> Uh, there's, there's like a, somebody made a blog of this, but it's just the the concept of uh, people going on and traveling, usually white uh, upper class people, and taking photos uh, in different places with like, with all the yeah, like here's a few like black babies that I'm holding, like look at me, I'm so generous, I'm a, <laughs> like fuck me, oh I'm God. I'm good to people, like I, I feel like we could probably work that in there too, maybe I don't know. To that tourism. Yeah, maybe. yeah, I don't know. White so. women with tigers. 
There's a lot of there's a lot of profile pics. Yeah. White women with tigers. And like going off of what Allison was saying about the orgasmic birth thing, like you I don't know if your mom is like this, but you could make it like yeah, my mom was like, I was trying to like steal the show. It was like the day I was being born and my mom like had to fucking come, you know? <laughs> wow, this is getting darker, but I love it. Everybody clap your hands together for April Horchman! Y'all should go love if you whipping the classic, living fantastic in the hood. Your next comedian, she's all the way from New York City. Get a rope! Just kidding, that's the old Pace commercial. Remember anybody who's old like me? Uh, put your hands together, everybody, for Jocelyn Chia! This is what I came to do. No fear. This is what I came to do. I met a really rich guy recently. Oh. <laughs> and he offered to fly me to Dubai for a vacation. He's going to pay for everything. I know, but I had a real fight, though, between my inner feminist and my inner I don't have to work no more. Because <laughs> my feminist was going, what? He's going to pay for everything? That's going to take us back to when men own and oppress women. And my inner sugar baby is going, what? He's going to pay for everything? <laughs> and I'm getting late? Oh, oppression is the new black. <laughs> I've been alternate punchline for them because I wasn't sure if oppression is the new black is like a killer punchline. Um, the other one would be my inner feminist is going, what? He's going to pay for everything. He's going to think he owns you. And my sugar baby's going, what? He's going to pay for everything? And I get to have sex? Oh, sounds like I own this bitch. <laughs> so two options I could get feedback on. Uh, I used to be a lawyer, left the law to become a comedian. My sister, she was an accountant. Now she's a DJ. And my brother, he just quit his job to go find himself. And my dad was like, when did our kids become white? <laughs> But my mom is against me being a comedian because she thinks there's no money in it, all right? She's like, oh, there's no money in comedy. And I'm like, well, you know, Dave Chappelle got paid $40 million for his Netflix specials. And she went, oh, I am comedian too. <laughs> I feel like this one's a little bit on the lamer side, so anything to like make a little bit of a stronger joke. Um, so, but, but you know, she used to always like pester me like, all right, Jocelyn, when are you going to bring home a nice Chinese boy? Now it's Jocelyn, when are you going to bring home Dave Chapili? <laughs> really? You like that one? <laughs> got on TV earlier this year and I was very excited. I got the call from my agents. I ran to the living room to tell my parents and well, actually I live in a studio in Manhattan. So it's more like I did a, uh. Mom and dad, I'm going to be on TV. And she's like, oh, is it with Dave Chapili? <laughs> I'm like, no, mom, actually she's with William Shatner. And she goes, oh, tomato, tomato. 
Yeah, I didn't think that was going to be that funny as well. Okay. So, a lot of guys are always um, telling me they don't want a relationship. So, after a while, I got so sick of it, I started using reverse psychology by being the first to tell men that I wasn't looking for a relationship. Yeah. And guess what? Uh, Men really like that. I now have 50 fuck buddies. I want something other than fuck buddies to take to follow up the men really like that like something cleaner smarter so if you have any suggestions on that uh, but here's the thing guys you have to understand about women that so I studied neurobiology right and we are like these robots who have been biologically programmed that when we sleep with a guy our brain now goes he's the father my child father my child father my child father my child so when we sleep with you and you're like oh I don't want a relationship we now go father my child don't want relationship Cannot compute, cannot compute, cannot compute. System meltdown, system meltdown, system. Uh, and that's how I became a lesbian. <laughs> All right, so the option two to this joke is I blah, 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 meltdown, and then I go initiate transformation, become cold and careless, uh, no, cold and uncaring. And that's how I became a Republican. So, yeah, you like Republican. <laughs> Do I, have, do I have a few more seconds or am I done? You have like 45 more seconds. Oh, that's great. Okay, so I um, read a lot of, in the news lately about the sexual harassment cases. Bill O'Reilly settled for 16 million, 32 million. I'm like, who the fuck do I have to work for to get sexually harassed? <laughs> 32 million? I consent. <laughs> All right, that's a new little riff. Okay, thank you so much. Feedback, please. I'm going to take the hash or you can take the bottle. Jocelyn Chia, everyone. Hooray. No, you stay up there. You stay up there because you get to answer. You get to answer to our, uh, to the comedian's critiques. I only have, you're hilarious and wonderful. Uh, I love accents. They always, and uh, the, the, no, I do. I'm sorry. I'm not accidental racist, but I love it when, like, people do have cool accents. Um, but th- the thing you have to fix with that William Shatner, Dave Chappelle joke at the end is, what makes them similar? I don't know right now either, but you've got to like sit down and be like, William Shatner, Dave Chappelle, what's the through line between those two? There's got to be mm. something like, they're not both massa- like William Shatner kissed a black lady on TV in 1969. <laughs> Dave Chappelle pretended to be the KKK guy who was blind. I, I don't know. There's got to be something though that's like, <laughs> it's going to take like some thought. <laughs> <laughs> and some writing, but right. I see what you're saying. And but is any two celebrities who have that kind of connector, right? That would be funny because. But the the Dave Chappelle throwback is rad. So maybe think of other like non-linear combinations of Dave Chappelle with somebody because the William Shatner thing is very very funny. But if you somehow connect, if you somehow make some through line between Dave Chappelle and whatever person you yeah. choose, it's going to give that way more I punch, hate that's you know? a good one, yeah. And you like Chapili, huh? Yeah, Chapili. It's very funny. Yeah, because she's trying to pronounce it and she doesn't get it. The other one was, um, oh, you got to mention how hot you are at the end. Like, um, you were doing your joke about... First in the sugar baby in the beginning, and then at the end you ended with something. But you got I feel like you need to mention like I'm hot. Look at me, cause you are. You're, you oh, know, you're how really about like Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're. But there, there's got to be something there with the hotness. Oh, okay. And do you prefer? Um, do you guys prefer the uh, 
the lesbian versus the oh well let me yeah. let before you black. The, the new black the new black or, is great. if you i would say you know if you're in a, a group of uh, a whole bunch of white men with suits use the republican or white ladies and then versus if you're with a whole bunch of uh young people and and you know san francisco crowd go with the lesbian oh for and that one yeah. yeah same for the 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 robot too i think you did the les, that lesbian part that one was cool just pick your crowd when you see them and then just go with it oh so you think the republican would go well the republican goes well over here in san francisco anywhere i you know anywhere. i would do that every state. time here yeah <laughs> yeah you think it'll go well in any like san francisco new york and, yeah Republican? yeah okay. we're all we're all to the left Right, and if I'm in a red state, then I'll do lesbian. Yeah. <laughs> Something better, yeah. Um, another note on that area. the You're just going to Dubai where, like, uh, oppression of women is, like, yeah. that's, like, the place to go to oppress women. Right, right. right? Yeah, like, that's... Because you're, like, you keep bringing up, like, the feminist thing, and, like, you, can't, you say oppression is a new black, which is good, because I don't think they make burkas in any other color. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Which is probably gonna get a oh. <laughs> I don't. I don't know that sound. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, in San Francisco, it's bound to get a oh. It's a very oe audience in San Francisco. I've you, noticed. Yeah. Right. It's a very, very oe. Those are a good thing. You could uh, also make. I don't know. Just make a joke about her thinking Dave Chappelle is French. Uh, oh. <laughs> just, I mean, because you, you say it won't work once you get on the Chappelle line, but maybe just like a little throwaway at the beginning of that, and then. Uh, the father of my child thing could be that you were wondering what the tag for that first joke uh, there was going to be like you you don't want to say fuck buddies anymore right but right you yeah. could if, if if that joke came after that that father of the child joke you could say I got fifty father of my childs now oh. or something like that yeah 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 let's get it just like a quick easy callback Gino, later like that night 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 clap wildly for Jolt we have to we gotta end it jazz clap wildly for Jocelyn Chia all the way from the city here hopefully all week up uh, tomorrow i host brainwash so everybody come to brainwash tomorrow night hopefully we'll see jocelyn there again your next comedian what a funny lady you're gonna love her put your hands together for allison hooker yeah <laughs> oh my gosh what's up guys it's, uh, it's cold outside, huh? Kind of just makes you want to cozy up and watch a movie. Good job getting out of the house. Yeah, my boyfriend picked the movie last night, um, so we watched a porn. <laughs> Which is cool, it's fine. I, you know, not conservative. <laughs> I'm no Mike Pence. It was fine. Uh, but I have a little trouble with porn, like, getting on board with it. Ladies, I don't know if it's just me, but there's no good backstory. You know, there's no buildup. Like, they're just going straight to pound town. So this is what I did. I paused it and I gave him the backstory. I mean, I say I paused it because I thought he was like fast forwarding through the good parts of the movie. I was like, can we watch the whole thing? So I paused it and I gave him the backstory. I was like, look, he wasn't always a pool boy. She didn't always have these tits. And then I, I just gave this amazing, beautiful story, you guys. Epic love tale. They'd known each other for years. They had deep love and respect for each other. And after all this time, they're finally ready for anal. Okay, go ahead, push play. And then I can get on board with it a little more, you know? Then I could, I mean, there were a few other parts I had to like pause it and explain just to stay with the plot, you know? Like, why is he calling her stepsister? There were just other things. 
Like if he loves her so much, why is he spitting on her? There were just other parts, you know? <laughs> Took a while to get like, who the fuck is this other guy? <laughs> It took a while to watch the movie. Um, we didn't end up having sex, we just fell asleep. <laughs> so are you guys into sports? Yeah. Not really in the right room for that, that's, that's great. You know what, I just don't care about sports. I mean, it's fine if you do, but what annoys me the most about, about sports is, well, <laughs> besides like comedy shows being empty, but what annoys me most about sports <laughs> is that they've become like the ultimate metaphor for everything else. You know, something important is going on on the news. It's like, oh wow, Trump in North Korea. This is like bottom of the ninth, bases are loaded. <laughs> Rodriguez is up to bat, he misses this. They don't go to the world. I'm like, it's not fucking like that at all. Cause sports don't fucking matter. Like if he misses the shot, he still goes home to his multi-million dollar home and the other team sells a few t-shirts, you know? Like if they really wanna use that metaphor for North Korea, it's more like bottom of the ninth, bases are loaded, Rodriguez is up to bat, and ISIS blows up the entire stadium. That's just, it's closer, you know? Or, or uh, I hate to bring up uh, gun violence right now because it's, it's so fresh, but uh, there was someone on the radio today, like 68,000 people have died from gun violence in this year alone in the United States. That's enough bodies to fill an entire football stadium. I'm like, dude, are we really doing body count by like a football stadium? <laughs> Meanwhile, you take a knee in a silent protest. Everyone gets all, hey, hey, protest on your own time. I don't want your politics in my sports. I'm like, dude, your sports are in my politics. <laughs> I think politics are just more important. I think how it should go is we have a sports announcer that talks about what's going on in the game using like important current events that are happening right now, you know? Like let's say there's a foul. Everybody sees it, but the referee doesn't call it and the game goes on. The sports announcer goes, like, oh, oh, did you see that? Did you see that? That's like a police officer being acquitted after shooting an unarmed innocent black man <laughs> and the world moves on. You just be on the, on the news just like, if you, if you out there fans feel frustrated the game is moving on, you should look into the Black Lives Matter movement. It's these same, it's these same it's fucking sports assholes. Well, no, I shouldn't say that. It's, it would maybe reach the people that are complaining like, hey, Black Lives Matter protests are crowding the streets. It's like, dude, the Giants game is crowding our streets. <laughs> Every time there's a game. Okay, that's it. Alison Hooker, hooray! Yay! I had a couple things. That, that it was all great, your sports metaphor. I would say that because baseball season is over, I would mess up your sports metaphor joke and I put tons of metaphors. So I'd be like, it's like bottom of the ninth, we're about to kick a field goal and the puck is in our favor. Okay. Right? Or like, mix them all up, them all up together. And yeah, we're about to shoot a three and the puck is in the... Whatever. Um, and then um, uh, chocolate, my peanut butter, peanut butter, and chocolate. I mean, you said sports are my thing, sports are my... I mean, you can you can go to... I mean, I think we all got it, like that you were referencing. There's peanut butter in my... Ch There's chocolate in my peanut butter. Uh -huh. It was like the 1983 Reese's peanut butter cup thing. I think we all got it, but you could probably go all crazy on them. 
You could be like, there's chocolate in my politics. There's peanut butter in my mole. I mean, you could do whatever. Like, you could fuck around with politics and chocolate. And then I'd throw a hashtag at the end. Oh, finally, we're in black. i just throw a hashtag in there because you were like, everybody's been all political. Just hashtag Black Lives Matter or yeah. whatever. You could hashtag chocolate my peanut butter. <laughs> like... <laughs> Whatever. Okay, but it was cool. very, very funny. The whole analogy is very new and very topical and very awesome. So, thanks. Oh yeah, just uh, mainly wanted to say just great bits all around. Um, I did love the whole like sports and my politics thing because it's something being it's a bit of a sports fan. I was frustrated about, but I, I, like the way that you dealt with it was 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 great. Uh, probably just ignore this, but um, I mean maybe the uh, the baseball uh, metaphor where it's like bases loaded and whatnot maybe it's a it's a game that has implicate like where it winds up being a riot afterwards because that you know sometimes it matters in that sense but probably a, too small of a thing to really derail your point and or or maybe oh, it could be worked it, yeah. in i don't know no it's a very funny thing that when people win a world series they light everything on fire and when black lives matter they don't or or something something about like <laughs> like why why when why when people win the i'm sure there were fires in texas or do they did they not flip cars i don't know how it works all i know is in san francisco when they win anything a bus is lit on fire you know what you're right i, I need to bring that, that up people do crazier shit in response it's a winning it's a winning though when they win they light a bus on fire why yeah. why would you torch a cop car when you win yeah like i don't get it yeah <laughs> nice idiots hey oh. that was that was awesome the whole thing you did was just freaking awesome and amazing as far as the black lives matter and there's a foul and like the cop relating that to the same thing that was sweet and if you did that in, in a group of black people they would they would lose their shit they would just be rolling everywhere dying laughing so that's amazing thank you oh yeah one more thing sorry uh maybe the the uh, the reason that they riot after they win is because uh, it's like over and they kind of realize how meaningless the whole thing was. <laughs> okay. So it's like that realization. It's like my team won. Oh, I'm still depressed. Let yeah. me like. Oh yeah, my life still fucking sucks. <laughs> light everything on fire! Hey everybody, uh, light your hands on fire. That was Allison Hooker. Yay! Since we're uh, in the middle right here, let's take a break. Everybody turn around and clap your hands for Aisha Birdsong, uh, running the ones and twos tonight. She's a new mutineer. Her new show is going to be on Wednesdays from 8 to 10. Look forward to that. Whoa, Wednesday. Whoa, Wednesdays. Get ready for it. Your next comedian here on the Joke Workshop. I'm so excited. Put your hands together for Aiden Candelario. I think first I got to get it out of the way that uh, I just learned that uh, the version of me with better hair had a birthday today. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I wear this hat simultaneously because I have too much and not enough hair right now. It's like as much to keep it out of my face when I eat as to like hide my deepening anxiety gutters. Uh, but I don't know if you guys can tell, but I'm somebody who's just like filled with rage. I'm always like punching walls and kicking trash cans and cracking acorns in my teeth. I guess when I get mad, instead of turning into the Hulk, I, I become a squirrel. I, I, it's probably just because it's an easier transition since I already look quite a bit like a squirrel. Yeah, that part's weak. Okay. Uh, 
But uh, needless to say, I was really excited about all the like Nazi punching as somebody who just wants to punch things. I was like, yeah, now people are going to pat me on the back for it. And then I kind of thought about it and realized it's not really helping anybody. I mean, the Nazis are kind of the same as me. N- not really, but like they just also want to punch things and don't really know why. <laughs> okay. Uh <laughs> I think I think that's true, but I I actually I met a Nazi uh, recently, and I was just dumbfounded. I was surprised. I didn't know what to do, um, and I was particularly dumbfounded because it was in my hometown. I live in San Luis Obispo, which is a city that like I don't understand how they became a Nazi in a city that was like that's so white that it's like a giant frozen yogurt shop full of smaller frozen yogurt shops <laughs> that might as well just change its name to the Vanilla Privilege Yogurt Club. It's like, like, how do you accumulate that much hate for a group of people that you don't see every day? <laughs> it's like, if you're, if, you're, if you're trying to become a Nazi and slow, you probably don't hate a group of people. You hate, like, one guy. <laughs> like, you're probably just mad at your neighbor because he didn't return your lawnmower. Like, <laughs> you don't hate black people. You hate one black person. Which, I don't know, might be okay. All people are awful, as long as it's not for superficial reasons, I think it's okay to hate people. You guys seem to disagree? (laughs) Or, yeah, okay. Uh, But yeah, it really is like they've already won in my hometown. Um, Yeah, the rest of this is old material. Move on with no transitions. Um, So I'm not a misogynist. This kind of relates. But I do hate, you know, some women. I hate a lot more men, definitely, but I think I hate at least one person from every gender. Like, cause yeah, most people suck, and uh, you know now we've got we've got a ton of genders now, which I think is a problem. Not because we should have two, but because we should have none. Like, I think that people got confused with the whole uh, gender identity thing. Like, the problem was people identifying too much with whatever their gender was. Like the pro, like you can have toxic masculinity, toxic femininity, toxic non-gender binarianity. It doesn't matter. Whatever. If if you make that your whole identity, you're probably being a dick. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get dumb with this same kind of train of thought. Um, <laughs> uh, I think when I hear. Uh, gender slurs that makes me think that's something that people just do when they're drunk you know they're like you know usually i identify as a woman and introduce myself as denise i get drunk i start slurring my gender start telling people my name's to nephew bad okay <laughs> uh what else can i squeeze in here um so i'm not doing great uh because my parents want me to move back in with them they, they want me to, like, have this deal where I'm an indentured servant, and uh, they give me housing in order to, like, do work for them. I, like, mainly chauffeur my little sister around because she's still, like, young enough to accomplish her dreams. <laughs> they just want to kind of chop me up into compost and use me for the next crop. <laughs> like, last time I was visiting them, uh, I overheard my mom use me as incentive to get my sister out the door. She was like, you know, hurry up, get out of bed. You don't want to end up like your brother. <laughs> All right, I think that's it. (laughs)
pretty on the 50 with this kitty. Aiden Candelario! Hooray! That last joke is very funny. Yay. By Allison Hooker. Yay. Um, yeah, I mean, you got on the end um, calling yourself a loser. I mean, and you kind of started at the beginning. It's a good um, self-deprecating all the way through. I re- very much liked your hat. Joke, your physical joke with the hair and the too much hat and not enough hat and all that stuff and right. yeah just keep I mean I hate to say keep on that self deprecation that stuff's real funny when you make fun of yourself <laughs> but but it is so <laughs> I'll jump in uh, so you're beginning when you were kind of like uh, downing yourself or whatnot everybody loves that it's super funny and stuff and it's it's real you know everybody loves that then you jumped on color and like we're in san francisco and it's like it's an awkward transition um you mm-hmm. kind of we all felt that flat line let's keep it real yeah. um and there was a reason why and the only reason why is because you didn't really explain like why the kkk would be in san luis obispo because i had no idea maybe let us know that they have secret retreats out there or like oh, you've funny. seen it or they go like to vacation that. there that's you go cute. see yeah they go vacation yeah. out there there's a cheap motel six you know, and they think you're amish and they try to recruit you or <laughs> you know like see and and bring it back to that versus like you kind of kept it rolling with the color and and everybody was flatlined like what the fuck is this dude talking about somewhat to be honest just because there wasn't enough explanation as far as the kkk stuff you know Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and I, then I you bring it back to downing yourself again, which everybody loves, and you made us chop up and laugh. So you might even want to cut the the color short, unless you have some real white folks around you. Let's keep it real, because they love to laugh at black folk and and, <laughs> and some nigga and KKK jokes, you know. Um, and and keep it with the I don't know, dude. It's pretty good though. Yeah, that's a. Uh, I- <laughs> I hope it's not a joke that only works in front of white people. <laughs> I mean, I, th- I feel like it's a joke on white people in that it's, I, I'm trying to like point out the, the I, I, I guess I underexplained it, but I'm trying to point out the ridiculousness of being a Nazi in like a really white town. Yeah, like, I think it's ridiculous anywhere, but that, I think the, the premise is like, you don't know these people. How do, how do you hate them? Like, you don't see them. Like, they're... Right. Ah, so well, um, I, um, then you have to go farther into the background of the town, like, be all like, okay, so, you know, you, you, or UC San, uh, San Luis Obispo, uh, Pomo, or whatever it is, the, you, like, they have 14 black people at the college. Like, why are, why are the Nazis saying it? Or, like, at the high school, there's, like, six black kids in the high school. Why is the KKK there? Like, yeah. you have yeah, to I'm make a- that area, like, way, because it is a really white area, but explain how white that area oh. is. Oh, sorry, I- no, no, go ahead. Yeah, I'm, I'm really trying to yeah figure out how to like branch that because I've done that a few times in slow and it makes sense to them because they're there. They see right, white right, people right, every right, day. Right, right. You know, I can just say like it's a giant frozen yogurt shop. That's all the explanation they know. Like Right. Well, you could also like because there or it reminds me of how uh there, there used to be these like Nazi POW camps in the states, and like in the south, the like locals would bond with them because they like had something in common, which was like oh, racism. Yeah. So like you could be like, why are the oh racism? That's like the common denominator. But I um or I was uh, similar to the race thing, or like because I think there's a way to save or like the gender identity thing because it's like another tricky thing. You're in mm-hmm. the Bay Area and like. You're yeah. probably talking to a room full of people that like use one of those labels, mm-hmm. but just it just needs some kind of explanation or like punchline or like something that we can 
Like an example of that kind of thing that I think everyone could hate. Have you heard of like what sapiosexual people are? Uh-huh, they are attracted yeah. to your mind, which is horrible. Like everyone hates those people. Um, you know, we can all get on board with that. So extend it to a group that everybody hates. Because then it's like if you're just like a lot of those people who identify with those labels are jerks. You might be talking to a room full of those people. So they're like, fuck you, you know. Yeah, I mean, I guess I, I don't. I do agree that it doesn't have enough punch. But I guess the concept is, I'm trying. Like whoever's in front of me, I'm trying right. to say your type of pe- that who, whatever type of people you are, some of them suck. Right. Yeah. Maybe it just needs an example or something. Yeah, it probably needs some descriptive thing, like it, like like the. Well, hair stereotype kinda. your whole crowd if if you can. You could be like, you guys are all comedians, which means you have no soul. So fuck you guys, anyways. Or you know, like whatever you're. If you're at the brainwash and everybody's white, and you're like, well, I'm in front of a bunch of white techies, so fuck you guys, anyway. Or you know, whatever. Like. Quick, quick, Ken, because we got to move on. Give the black person a name. Don't say oh, a yeah, black yeah, person. Say you don't like Ralph or you don't like whatever. Yeah. No, no I feel like it no, don't give possible. him a white name. Give, a, give, yeah, him, a give him a white name for sure. LaQuisha with a K. Yeah, no. <laughs> Put your hands together, everybody, for Aiden Candelario. Hooray. Your next comedian gave some great comments. It's great to see her here. I haven't seen her in a long time. I'm sure she's doing great and she's going to make you laugh right now. Put your hands together for Aviva Seagull. Happy to see you, Pam. You're a nice lady. Um, with an excited energy that I like. Um, I um I'm a Viva. I'm a real um I'm a real guys girl. Uh, you know, Ruth Guy, medical pioneer, inducted into the Texas Women's Hall of Fame. You know Ruth Guy, real guys girl. Um, moving on. <laughs> hmm. Uh I heard that. Um I uh <laughs> What else do I want to try? Um, you know, uh, I don't know if you guys have ever thought about it like this, but life is, um, you know, a lot like an elevator in some ways. You know, sometimes like a door will open for you. And uh, sometimes, you know, people really push your buttons. And... Um, Sometimes your brother dies in a tragic elevator accident, but that's um it's just life. I uh I um what else about being a woman? I uh <laughs> I um I feel like I'm always really jealous of women who like sing really well. Um like, you know, women who are like like they're these sirens, they're like these songbirds. Men, like, love them. You know, women love them. Whatever. Love whoever you want. God damn it, Bay Area. Um, But, uh, you know, it, like, I feel like I've always wanted to be one of those women with, like, a great voice. You know? Like, they sound like robins or, like, blue jays. Like, I sound like a seabird, like, choking on a piece of driftwood. Like, it's very, it's not good. Um, I would do an example, but you guys really, I don't want to put you through that tonight. I, um, and I feel like, I don't know if it's like the way my voice echoes through my body, but I like personally think I have a really good voice and I'm just like yet to be discovered, you know? Um, like maybe I'm just not singing publicly enough. Uh, you know, maybe that's what I need to do. <laughs> do you I feel like I do you feel like that as well I have always 
Like, I feel like I have the voice of Bette Midler, but no one, maybe you guys don't like her voice. I need to finish. I need to tie that one up. Ruth Guy. I am <laughs> Ruth Guy. Uh, I am, but I, I'm not like a great singer. I've like figured out other ways to make music. Um, I make uh, beats sometimes. Yeah, I make beats. Um, I don't know if you guys would want to check this out, but I actually just started um, an all-white uh, version of Boys to Men. It's called um, Farm to Table. Uh, <laughs> well, gonna check that out on your own time. Oh my gosh, you guys. Thank you for listening to me. Um, I don't know what else I want to try out. Oh, um, you know, I... Um, I feel like I'm not looking forward to a lot of things about the future. I'm like scared. And I know that it's supposed to like give you more convenience, but I'm really afraid of like teleportation being invented. Um, thank you, God, I love that horn. Uh, and um, because like I feel like it'll make it so I can't make excuses for anything anymore. You know, like, I can't have any reason to be late. Like, if I'm running late for work, I can't be like, I'm on my way. They'll be like, it takes one second to be here. <laughs> and I'll, I'll be like, I'm sick? And they're like, we've cured all disease. You can't say that. I just have to be like, I do not want to be here today. It's the last place I want to be. I'd probably have to quit a lot of jobs, unfortunately. Okay, that's all I'm going to say. Thanks, you guys. Be to it, be to it. Yay, a big seagull. Hey, 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 hey. Very funny stuff. Um, I feel like you can go farther with guys, girl. You can think of guys as spelled by spelled like G U I S E. Like that's I was you're thinking like about in that. Disguise. You're like I'm a guys girl. I'm like you can't even see me. I'm like in disguise. It'll be hard because not everybody knows what. A guys is I know and not seeing it in print you're like right yeah but you could play with it if you can find more than if you can find like three of them because you've got guys girl like the the person that we don't know but they're like oh wow it's smart and then like guys like oh and there's gotta be, <laughs> there's gotta be a bunch of them but it's still it's funny um and then you said I'm like a seabird your last name is seagull for Christ's sake I know like, yeah you're a seagull yeah and then I <laughs> Yeah, like maybe you, maybe you sing like screechy like the Why seagull. Are you yelling? Ah. Your name is seagull. But the other thing is that, and I've always wanted you to do this. I don't know if you know the Chekhov play, the seagull, where the main character goes, "I'm an actress now. I'm a seagull." <laughs> like you can, you can just say that anywhere you want because your last name is Seagull, and also, it's it's just it's a Chekhov quote. I'm an actress now. I'm a seagull. It's from the Chekhov oh play. Just all you have to play. know is that it's not a that great of a, it's a great play but it's like five <laughs> acts long and you don't have to learn the whole thing you just have to know that one line for you and then don't be afraid to sing a few bars you kept talking about music yeah. but you never sang for us like and now i gotta pick the right song sing badly sing good sing any way you want but at least sing for us because you talked about singing for a while yeah but true. It's still it was very yeah. funny yay yay, yay. Uh, on that singing thing i don't even know if this is on but on that singing thing <laughs> uh like you might not have a good singing voice, but you have a great podcast voice. You know, <laughs> Thank you. Like a really good NPR kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I don't know if there's any room you could be like, well, I can't sing a lullaby, but I can tell you about an attack in Africa. That can't <laughs> 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 make you not want to yeah. kill yourself. Ooh, That's funny. To that. That's, That's funny. Hilarious. I like that. 
You do actually have an NPR voice. Thank you. You really like Gail Smothers or whatever her name is. Gail Smothers. I, I can't tell I could your be last name, Gail but it's, Smothers. It's, Gail, it's Gail something. She's always got cotton mouth, so. I, I, I was thinking you could do like Seagull singing in the dead of night. Take these smelly wings and learn to I mean, fly. I like that. But that's my name. Uh, <laughs> for the singing bit, um, you can be like, the part where you say, I just think I need to be more public with my singing. I think I'm going to put me singing in the shower on YouTube. Yeah! Yeah, it's going to get a lot of hits. As as <laughs> and then oh, yeah. later call back to that when you're doing the trans um, teleportation work bit. Yeah, we're like it takes a second to get to work and then blah, blah, blah. All right, all right. I was singing in the shower. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. Uh, I also do like the part where you're saying uh, famous uh, and not singing publicly, just like she was saying, because I'm actually a Lyft driver. And believe it or not, in between my rides, I'll turn the music up and I'll be like, Cupid, draw back your bow. Oh, well, you have a good voice. But you probably do, too. And then maybe like if you don't really too, you know, kind of blend it in, you'd be like, I turn that shit up as loud as possible. And then they think I'm singing it hella good, you know. And then something happens where the CD blanks out, and I'm like, ah, ah, like a seagull, or ah. yeah, something. Ah, ah, everybody clap wildly ah, thanks, for a you guys. seagull, yay! I'll be smoking Kush all day. I'll be smoking Kush. You're an ex comedian. What a tall drink of water. What an exciting man to have with us. Put your hands together for Cole Chapman. You can say I'm on when I'm gone off the Kusha. You can say I'm on when I'm gone off the Kusha. Oh, oh shit, yo, yes, go on. This is already bad, you can't even turn the pages right, you suck, all right, yep, (laughs) we've already got feedback from Ian, great, okay, we're starting off strong, Uh, let's get into material that, uh, I guess, uh, you guys, uh, oh, you got got my name there too, (laughs) you turn the page and that's you suck coal, that he used my pen, all the ink to write, (laughs) so... I appreciate that, Ian, uh, just for the radio audience out there. Um, all right. Uh, oh, we got more? Okay. It says, uh, Bitchman. Oh, Cole Bitchman. Yes, that is correct. Uh, it's not going great on this end. <laughs> Ian, I would say workshop that when you're up here. Uh, all right. Uh, obviously, we're familiar with the uh, tragedy that happened over the weekend. Yes, are you familiar with this? Uh, yes, P. Diddy changed his name uh, to... Uh, Love, uh, <laughs> or brother love, if you want to call him that. Uh, I don't know. You want on Instagram to announce this, which is ridiculous. He's on his like tenth name change at this point, and it's hard to keep up. You know what I mean? Like, are you Diddy? Are you P Diddy? Are you Puff Daddy? Are you Love? Uh, so I'll just do what I continue to do and call him irrelevant. Okay. Uh, hey, got him. Knock that fucker down a few pegs. Haha. Bad boy sucks. Yeah, starting this East Coast West Coast beef right all over again with a guy who looks fresh from Salesforce. How you like that shit, Diddy? Salesforce is fun. It's <laughs> a bunch of fucking nerds walking around downtown with little lanyards clanking around. I wish I had one. I don't have one anymore. I used to have a little, uh, little belt clip, and I thought it was a little. Zzz, and I thought that was so cool. Uh, and then uh, there, there's no story there. I just thought it was cool. It wasn't. Uh, what are we gonna talk about? Oh, learned this recently. Uh, here's a fun fact. Did you know that a sweet potato and a yam? are the same thing. Do you know this? Fuck. How did you know, you fucking nerd? What, you knew this? Potato nerd? 
the same color, that's racist. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Now, I just recently learned this because uh, uh, some guys like to call their penis a yam. Uh, and I'm more of a, a sweet potato. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like it'll like a little like a, a nice it'll it'll read your story at night and be like oh good night you know what I mean I don't yeah, there I wish there was some kind of way to shut up John all right <laughs> uh, good food you know the difference you go to good restaurants sometimes Michelin stars all the time all the time big foodie over here uh, uh, I was at a Michelin star restaurant like two years ago or something had a just kidding it was two weeks ago guys go all the time uh, just kidding. Um, and uh, when I was there, I realized, I had a, had a dark realization, uh, that the uh, Michelin that rates the highest rated restaurants in the world is the same Michelin that makes the tires, uh, which, like, go fuck yourself, man. <laughs> this, this is way out of your jurisdiction. You have no authority on this. Someone was like, they're making it for a roadmap. I was like, I don't care. They're still making big rubber donuts, and their mascot is a retarded, <laughs> big folded guy. Like, that. you can't tell me where to find the best schmear of pate with some gold shit thrown on it for, like, $600. Like, I don't care about your opinion. You know what I mean? Like, that would be kind of like if me and my friend were driving around, and I was asking him for recommendations. I was like, hey, man, you know any good places to get a sandwich? Uh, and he was like, nah, but I was just at Jiffy Lube, and they said, this place is great. So I was like, oh, yeah. Let's go get our brakes changed and a sandwich. This is terrific. Two for one. Uh, I work at a, uh, a newspaper, and when I tell people that, they go, yay. And then I continue, and I say I do social media for the newspaper. And they go, go fuck yourself, man. I got a job. is stupid. That's a stupid job. My cousin could do that job. You're bad at your job. Uh, and I agree. I, you know, it's not, a, it's not a great job. It's not very well respected, you know, even among like my peers at the paper, because these are like old reporters that have been doing it since like Nixon, fucking Watergate, like all that shit, you know what I mean? And so they see me and they're just like, what are you talking about? Because my job is to take what's going on on the internet, which as we all know, is complete nonsense. And then I got to be like, here you go. Here's a story idea. You want to write about this? And 100% the answer is no. Like they never want to write about it. You know what I mean? Like we'll have a morning pitch meetings, you know, about like what we're going to write during the day. And it's always going around like, all right, Metro editor, what do you got going on? He's like, there's corruption in City Hall. It's terrible. It's everywhere. We've got to figure it out. They're like, great, cover that. All right, crime, what's going on? And they're like, it's a shooting on 16th Street. Baby and a mom died. It's awful. We've got to cover that. It's like, okay, okay. All right, internet, what do you got going on? I'm like, there's a dress and no one knows what it looks like. White or blue, green or red, I don't know. And uh, that's the biggest story of the generation. That's <laughs> That's... That's what it is. I kind of feel like a, a like a drunk uncle at Thanksgiving. You know what I mean? Like, no one understands what I'm saying. Everybody wishes I was gone, and yet they can't take their eyes off me. I'm stealing the room completely. Um, and yeah, that's it. That's my time. All right, thanks, guys. Yay, Cole Chapman! Yay, and then yay. Uh, I have one thing about your sweet potato joke. Um, I'm just like a sweet potato. No one wants to put me in their vagina either. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. no yeah. one wants to put it. Cucumbers, that's a thing. That's a, that's a vegetable that people will use. No one ever uses a sweet potato as a vagina instrument. <laughs> I don't know. I actually may or may not have caught uh, somebody using a sweet potato. 
maybe even you having them? <laughs> maybe even, maybe even having ah. an, an array of sweet potatoes around for uh, different sizes and varieties. Well, if you if you actually no. took the sweet potato and you like whittled it into a penis shape, I could be on board with that. But as as he they did not stand, it. they are they are very. Here was my other my other my other thing was that you said something about um, this this can only work at the brainwash, but you said Michelin star. You're like that's like going to oil can Henry's and asking uh, where you should eat. And they're gonna be like the brainwash. But it's only a joke that'll work at the brainwash. But just uh, when you're there, if you want to tag that onto your Michelin joke, is that is that real? For first first thing, the Michelin thing. Yes, that's, that's the, absolutely it's the real. Same. Yeah, same and one. It started because it's the roadmap. Like that is so sad. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I never realized this that. This material hits people wearing Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. uh, I, I actually thought it was like just a bit you were doing. Like you, they just happened to have the same name. Uh, so you might want to hammer home it's a real thing. No, most and, people know that that's what it is. Okay. I, to be, I'm sorry you're a millennial and you don't know guess, things yeah. yet, but Fucking you can learn. That's Jesus cool. Jesus Christ, then, uh, culture yourself, the, idiot. The, uh, <laughs> the uh, other thing was the last bit you said, no one knows what this dress looks like. Um, for that to be more clear, you should probably say what color the dress is because yeah. that was more of the problem. And I think that joke might, it, it is a, it's like a really good premise for a joke, but you might need to write it more like a Mad Lib where you like update your like the uh, the first two bits are great uh the setup is fine but it's just that thing was so timely that i don't know if people are really going to connect with like yeah. but you could honestly change that joke every See, that's, week that's the problem i'm trying to approach that it's like what is the kind of like the because what like the big internet story that everyone's talking about and i know it's old but it's the one that like everyone fucking heard about you know what i mean and like yeah. going off of recent references is super difficult because it's like oh did you hear about this thing two weeks ago? No, we've already moved on to something yeah, else. Yeah. You, you know could just mean? you could just generalize like any new cat meme though, right? That's just, yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe like, yeah. there's a maybe cat yeah. who's grumpy. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, people yeah, are yeah. fucking cat, cat breading was one of my favorite things. Yeah. Losing but, their um, shit. Breading. Yeah, yeah. I I think you might want to just try a diff- yeah. Maybe general is the way to go with that. Then. Yeah, yeah. But that's yeah. just anyways. Yeah, I I actually like the specificity of the dress thing. Uh, I think that kind of works. The Michelin joke uh, also really good. Maybe uh, counter to to it would be like, oh, I trust the Michelin man. Like, look at him. Like, he eats. You know, yeah, it's like it's like how folds. you don't yeah, yeah you don't trust a skinny totally. chef, but you trust the Michelin man about <laughs> food. Fat tire mascot. Yeah, yeah. totally. Uh, that's about it. Yeah, uh, similar. Yeah, similar. Actually, I was doing. Like, I had one going the opposite way. Just like, what do you believe, Michelin or, or Zagat? Like, one yeah. has to do with roads. The other one's a character in Street Fighter. You know, so, uh, <laughs> at least he has something to do with roads. But it's like niche to niche. You know, it's like you know, if you don't know Zagat, niche to niche. Yeah. Oh God. And we're out of dance. Like Dancing gas. niche to niche. Okay. Clap wildly for Cole Chapman. You're next to me. We're moving right along. The guys all stood at the end. That's great. You're next comedian. One of funny guys. Sometimes he hosts OMG and Nights of the Week. You guys are going to love him right now. It's John Gallagher. Just keep talking all night. Six. Six of us. Six of us. Yeah, I... Uh, God, yesterday was a little beloved holiday, guys. How'd you? Did anybody enjoy your Guy Fox Day? <laughs> enjoy? Yeah, everyone. Nobody. We don't care in America. Um, do you guys know what Guy Fox Day is, though? I know you do. So Guy Fox Day is we celebrate murdering a man that tried to blow up British Parliament. <laughs> That's. And then everybody, it's like Britain's uh, Fourth of July. You shoot off fireworks to celebrate killing a guy. Uh, yeah, it's cool. It's a cool holiday. Uh, 
It was the fifth. I was getting excited because I don't know if you saw this. It was over the weekend on Friday. They actually caught a guy trying to sneak into the White House uh, to do stuff. And I got excited because it actually reminded me of Guy Foxy. I was like, oh, is some guy trying to blow up the White House? That would be fucking amazing, dude. That would be the fucking coolest thing in the world. Blowing up the White House would be awesome. And then the only thing that ruined that fantasy more was that if you blow up the entire White House, everything just gets worse, you know? Like, that means Paul Ryan's in charge? Fuck, dude. Like, everything just becomes even shittier somehow. Like, fucking, it's just, it's hard to be, I don't know, I'm getting, I'm 30, and I feel like I'm depressed, and I have diarrhea, and everything's bumming me out. Yeah. Uh... But Guy Fox too. Guy Fox is also the uh, the little uh, V for Vendetta masks. That's a Guy Fox mask, which is what the guys from Anonymous wear uh, to do things. Like, why can't Anonymous do anything good? <laughs> Does anybody? Why? I mean, like they got like the they got like a rape in the Midwest. That was like the one thing they did. They did that. They like got like they they didn't even get him convicted, as far as I recall. But like they can bully Shia LaBeouf to tears. <laughs> You could make Shia LaBeouf cry in the Midwest. You could you could make Shia LaBeouf's little we will not we will resist him flag down. They can track it to the middle of a cornfield using satellite interference, but you can't fucking do anything good. Like I'm just why why is the like why is evil so much more powerful? Like we're we're so, yeah, right? Why is good so fucking mediocre all the time? Like, it just, it fucking, we were, we, everybody on the internet was jerking off because we deleted Trump's Twitter for 11 minutes. That was the thing. Everybody was like, yeah, it's like, he's going to, we're going to die in nuclear fire. And this is the, this is our, this is our Iwo Jima is just like fucking planning this on the internet. It's like fucking this, this uh, little hero uh, deleted a Twitter account. And like, you know, that guy was like summarily executed outside. They, do you know how easy it makes somebody, it would be to make somebody disappear from the Twitter building too? Like all you have to do is you buy heroin and then you dirty them up and then you just stick heroin in their arm and then throw them outside and nobody would tell who they were. They would just be a junkie. You'd just be like, oh, well, San Francisco, he's overdose. He's a piece of shit. Throw him in there. Yeah. It's a cool joke. <laughs> Selling as a kid's just life. Uh, I got into, I almost got punched in the face on my Segway yesterday. Uh, that was great. I got into a fight with the man. He almost ran over my group. Uh, yeah, he almost ran over a, a bunch of tourists and a Segway guy. And I, as a joke, I, I take out my phone. I start taking picture of his license plate. He turns on his reverse lights like he's going to run me over with his car that I just took the license plate picture of. And then I'm like, oh, this guy's a piece of shit. And then he gets out, uh-oh, black guy. Fuck, okay. Uh, that is, I lose every time. I don't know if you can picture that. Black man, white guy on Segway, just bullying, just... It doesn't matter what's happening in that moment. I have the high ground. Just gentr mobile gentrification. And then a man who straight up looks like Fillmore Slim. Like straightened hair, gold fronts is the fucking... There's no way to win that fight. He could have punched me out and everybody would have cheered. It wouldn't have mattered. He could have run down that entire group and just been celebrated. That would have been... I don't know. That's pretty much it. Bye. John Gallagher's a genius. Yay! I have nothing to add to your story. It was beautiful and scrumptious from beginning to end. Oh, thank you. Loved it. I I love all your stories. So I think your so your stories are so funny, especially oh. the Segway stuff. Oh Jesus! Yeah, fucking. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Okay.
segue stuff a lot. I think maybe, maybe you can frame that like it, rather than being hypothetical of like he could have done this and that. Like maybe you could just say he did do this and yeah. like he like he punched you in the face and people started cheering and you're like whoa like he was <laughs> he was the wrong and they're like no yeah. not from where we're standing not yes. this is justice yeah, yeah, street yeah. justice yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck you yeah. men retake the streets over machines right. hashtag fuck segways yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> all right thanks guys. Yay, John Gallagher, your next comedian. Uh, I'm so excited he's here tonight. This is the second week in a row. It's lovely to see him again. No, it is. Uh, everybody put your hands together for Ian Levy. High off the studio, high off making amends. I get high yeah. off pot, high off Biggie, high off Eminem. I get high off 50, smoking a herb till I'm both ready. Uh, did you do you know how Guy Fox died? Actually, they 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 round up all of his conspirators, right? And then uh, it was like him. It was like four or five other guys, uh, and they were gonna draw and quarter them. And if you don't know the way they draw and quarter you, is they put a neck or a noose around your neck, and then they cut your intestines, and let your intestines spill out, and then they hang you. Uh, and they they wanted to show him what was gonna happen to him before he died, so they did it to each of his like four people before him. And then he was like, fuck this shit. And he just ran with the noose and jumped <laughs> off the plank and then just hung himself <laughs> before they could draw and quarter him, which is pretty funny. Like, that's a pretty good... Yeah, he was just like, not on my watch. And then, uh, that's pretty good. I don't know. I I, uh, I heard that on a, a tour, in a walking tour in London that I joined and didn't pay for and then left before the end. <laughs> so I am the hero of that story as far as I'm concerned. Oh boy. Um, uh, So I, uh, a person said to me the other day, they said, uh, Oh, hey, Ian, uh, you're Jewish. You'll appreciate this joke. Uh, And I thought, uh, I wouldn't bet on it. And then, uh, you know, and I would have won that bet. Believe, surprise, surprise. It's a weird, it doesn't, I always tell people, uh, I'm not. I'm not, because my mom uh, isn't Jewish. My dad is, so I'm only uh, half Jewish. Um, And people, like some uh, severely religious Jewish people, don't accept me as being Jewish. Uh, But try explaining that to an angry mob of all writers. Am I right or am I right? (laughs) Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think someone else has a similar joke to that, so I don't, okay. But, um, and then I I had a, uh, this happened... Um, I lost the. Tr- oh yeah, I was gonna do. So I, uh, I'm, I'm not really a Jew. I'm not really Jewish. Uh, at best, I'm just Jewy. Just a general kind of vibe of Jewiness about me. The fact that I, I deeply relate to Woody Allen movies on an emotional level, and I love bagels. Like that's about the extent of my Judaism. I did have a guy once come up to me though, uh, and he. This was right after a comedy show. Uh, I think he saw I was a comedian, so he wanted to connect with me on an emotional level. Uh, and he said uh, he, he was wearing a jacket that had like three two little side pockets and a front pocket. And he was like, uh, my jacket uh, has three holes in it, just like a lady. And then he went to high five me, <laughs> snapping. <laughs> uh, and I, 
he is, this is someone who just come from my set, and my set has been described to me by women as a blatant feminist pandering. So I don't think he was appealing to the right demographic <laughs> with that one. But they said to me, I was wearing a, um, a beanie that, that was like red, white, and blue, but not quite like the flag. And um, he, uh, he said, oh, are you a, you a Patriots fan? I don't know any Jews who like the Patriots. That's yeah. I just kind of, and he, he wouldn't leave it alone. And he was just kind of like, "Are you? A, are you?" A, and I, just, I, you know, I didn't want to deal with it really, so I just told him no. I was like, "No, I'm not Jewish." And he just kept saying, "Are you sure you're not? Are you sure you're not Jewish? Uh, you, you, are you sure you're not Jewish? Because I really, I don't know any Jews who like the Patriots." And he, he kept asking. Uh, and I've learned if history has taught me one thing, it's if people are very interested in my Jewish heritage. Uh, do not confirm that Jewish heritage uh, because they are up to no good. So that is my, <laughs> they're never like, ah, shalom, here's a latka. And then, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They always want to murder us. Um, and then finally, finally, he, uh, he, he, he's like, okay, fine. I'll leave you guys alone. And he turned to the people I was with, uh, this was like last year. And he was like, okay, have a, have a nice Christmas guys. And he turned to me and it's like, or Hanukkah. And then he walked away. It's like, fuck you, dude. What is going on? Okay. That's, uh, that's my dumb little story I want to try. Okay. Thanks guys. That's my time. Ian Levick. Yay. And art. <laughs> Are you really a Patriot fan? Fuck you. I don't care if you're a Jew, but you're a Patriot fan. I would take way more offense to being called a Patriot fan than I would to be being a Jew. I'm just saying that like... Well, first, you shouldn't take any offense to being a Jew. No, I mean, well, no, I mean... (laughs) That's the first takeaway. (laughs) Okay, but what I... Accept it and be okay with it. But no, but Uh, your joke was about him having a problem with you being Jewish. And my problem with your joke is that you're a Patriots fan. Like, if uh, if someone called me a Patriots fan accidentally, I'd be like... Are you fucking kidding me? No, you think I'm a cheater white cunt? It was just a, a beanie my fucking. grandmother gave me that happened to be red, white, and blue. It wasn't a Patriot. Exactly. It looks so, like the Patriots colors. So that's the but. thing is you should take way more offense to the concept of someone calling you a Patriots fan. Honestly, being called a Patriots fan is like the worst thing. If you okay, never mind. Because, because nationalism, I don't understand. No, because they're a shitty lying team, Deflate Gate and fucking Tom Brady and his fucking winning bullshit, like, fucking fake ass asshole, lots like, of money. They're not even a state. It isn't even Rhode Island or fucking Boston. It's New England are we Patriots. Are supposed to get along? Are they all just people that you can't yeah, blame them it's for a where fucking, they were born? It's the most it's bullshit not, team in the NFL. A few people. Based on, uh, you know, a small minority of people. Right, and this is your joke. What I'm saying is you keep with that joke with the Patriots and the Jews because it's actually a really good, like, metaphor, except that it's totally different. Everyone hates them both. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) I don't don't know how I feel about that. Here's the other thing, but they're both, like, very, they're they're large, they, anyways, they're New England, it's just like Israel. Anyways, there's a lot of things about the New England Patriots and the Jews that are the same. I'm sorry, Pam. No, I'm taking hard stand New England is nothing like Israel. That's yeah, it a is. hard it's the Patriots. I don't care how much you hate the Patriots. It, it's not the same. It's different. It's different. <laughs> okay, here's the other thing. I enjoy the premise of. Here's the other thing. You used to go, you still do it, but you used to make a big deal out of it. You used to go, aya, aya. And now you just like say it normal, like aya. I liked it when you used to go, I used to like it when you'd like, 
rev it up a little bit with your like silliness. Jew it up a little bit. No, it's not the Jewy thing, and I'm a Jew too, so I don't fucking have a problem. No, I with know, it, I know. I'm, I'm you joking. used to be like, ah, yeah, yeah. You used to have yeah. like a character yeah. around it, and you just sort of let that go. And I always found that very, yeah. very funny. That noise. All right, okay, well, that's thank what you. I say. Bye. Uh, owner of the Patriots, Robert Kraft, is Jewish. <laughs> uh, I think that's everything. Everybody clap. Clap wildly for Ian Levy. Yay! You guys are all holding fast and I appreciate it. Uh, you have another comedian. I might go up after this comedian and just do one more joke. Uh, but your next comedian just got married and that's all very exciting. That means he has a life that none of us understand or know anything about. Everybody clap your hands together for Ken Suzuki! Yay! Thank you. Don't worry, Ian. It's okay to be considered a feminist pandering. My set has been bla- described as blatant alt-right pandering. So, especially my next joke, it's an abortion joke. Now, I think abortion should be legal, folks. I do. But only if the babies are mixed race. Now, oh, where do you go from here? There was a mass shooting, and Trump is in Japan. Trump is in Japan, and there's a mass shooting. Now, that was tough for them to explain it to him when he, to break the news to him in Japan. Because in Japan, mass shooting is known to the Japanese as just a bukkake. And it is, it was a tough road for them. Oh. Now, there are two types of people in this world. Those who wait for death to happen to them and those who take initiative. We all die one day, folks. Why not make today your day and carpet diem? You only live once. Might as well die now. Oh, I don't know. Dark humor. If that joke seems dark, I apologize. Uh, that's most of my set. Dark humor is a lot like eating ass. It's just not for everyone. Oh, I think you know you're getting... Oh. So anyway... I got this line, I've got an idea for this new line of anal beads uh, that I'd like to market to the more uh, posh country club folks. Golf shaped, golf themed. I want to name them all in one hole. Oh, golf, golf. Is that really a sport? I mean, really, if, if I wanted to go around and watch someone smack a ball with a club, I would just hire a hooker to do it to me. At least I'd come, you know? Uh, my wife and I, now, my wife and I are polyamorous, uh, which I've learned just means we are very unattractive. <laughs> so much so now that I think we've gone back to being monogamous by default. <laughs> it's not, actually, it's not her, it's all me. I mean, she could probably catch anything she wanted to. She just looks at me like, no, this is, this is just too sad, I can't. <laughs> you learn a lot about yourself and your relationship. Uh, when you do enter into polyamory, uh, like how pathetic you are, and oh, last one. So, you know, I'm getting older. I am. I think you know you're getting older when your idea of good sex is being able to finish without severe back pain. 
She's like, I've never, I, I don't believe in working out. Now look at me, I'm taking up yoga just so I can bust a nut without blowing a disc. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, that first joke is not a real joke. Bus busting a nut without blowing a disc is a great, great punchline. It's well written and it's very funny. I, I always enjoy it. You're very edgy. You talk about things that no one else talks about. I don't know if you guys have anything to say. I, I mean, I'd like to hear about delving into your new marriage of well, I polyamory. On polyamory. I tried but, to add to it since our last feedback from last yeah, week. But what do polyamorous people do when there's no one that wants to be with them? Do you know what I mean? Like how we like? I think that could be a fun thing to explore. Of like, we're polyamorous. We like weird shit, but no one wants to do anything with us. So now we're trying this. The golf balls in the. I mean, I guess maybe start with that and then go to the golf ball joke because it's very funny. And you can talk more about the golf balls. They're, they're already sort of, they have those puck marks in them. So they're sort of, they're not ribbed, but they definitely have some friction on them. They're very large though for anal beads, aren't they? I mean, I don't know what anal beads look like. You'll be surprised. Well, I'm into fist and pan. Oh, okay. All right. I have tiny, I have tiny hands and I have very tiny orifices. Like, can you... Can you put your fist in your own mouth? Remember when they used to do that in junior high? You'd be like, I can put my fist in my mouth. <laughs> Never tried. Oh, okay. It was a thing we used to do in junior high at, summer, at Christian summer camp because we weren't actually, that was fisting to us. Can you put your fist in your mouth? Seriously, <laughs> that was Christian fisting. That's what it is. <laughs> I think we played a game called Chubby Bunny where you'd put as many marshmallows in your mouth and you still have to pay Chubby Bunny. And it was like just a precursor for fisting for later or whatever. <laughs> but no one fists your mouth. Who fists the mouth? I don't know. I, don't, I, I would say I would say come out there strong with uh, plenty of confidence uh, for number one, like uh, flipping through the papers and like looking for the subject when you already know deep down inside really what you're going to say. Just go for it. Just go mm -hmm. for the gusto. Talk about you know the polyamorous thing maybe it makes uh you know you guys are looking for a new girlfriend and, and it makes internet dating a little hard because you know you get you guys have to both search for somebody together so you guys maybe set individual accounts up and then That's you just like yeah. like pop up like boop hey have you met my wife or you know what i'm saying like or you guys go to bars and search for females or or or, or you're okay with dudes like we're in san francisco throwing something like yeah i'm okay with a little ass play and and, you know, I do like anal beads after all. I'm trying to get those marketed. And, it, you would, know. it would be funny if you took us on a Tinder date with you and your yeah. wife and whoever, like, the Bring actual us on person a journey. was. Yeah. Like, because I don't. Confidently. Well, the thing is, I mean, you've got insight into the stuff. We have no idea. I've never been pulling. We don't know. We don't know anyways. You can make it all up. We don't fucking know. Yep, like, yep, yep. Maybe sure. you date a cephalopod because you're into hentai porn. I don't ah, know. Ah. Like, it's, they're all jokes, right? Beautiful. Thank you. You are half Japanese, you aren't you? Yay! Get Suzuki, yay! Okay, I'm going to run around there, and I just have one new joke I'm trying to work on, so I just want to run it. So, yay me. Yay. Give it up for Pam! Woo-hoo-hoo! Yay! Oh, boo. There's, I only say boo because there's so many awful things happening right now in the world. We could all, like, on... 
two hands in one second name like horrible things like even in just this city alone like we have a huge homeless problem there's like 7500 homeless there's poop everywhere like we constantly have poo in the street there's an opiate addiction like 68,000 people last year died because of opiate addictions in the United States there's only one in and out in San Francisco at the wharf all of these problems are huge problems and only one is solvable there's only one in and out. Why are we doing something about this? And it's at the wharf and there's no, there's no drive-through. It's only for the tourists, for the German tourists. Oh, we love seeing it out. We have so much about it. What about the fucking people, the million people that live in San Francisco proper? What? We're supposed to get in our cars and drive to Daly City? You trained us to take the fucking public transit. I don't have a car. I have Muni. I can't take a motherfucking BART bike and go down to Daly City. I can't do it. It's too far away. I can't go all the way up to, like, it, it's it's so far. It isn't even in Oakland proper. It's all the way. There is, there are so many unsolvable problems. And I feel like we, we should really focus as a people on things that we can actually solve. Remember when McDonald's dumped out? There are empty, there's a fucking empty McDonald's next to 850 Bryant. Are you kidding me? It has a drive-thru right there. You get out of jail. You get a free In-N-Out. What is happening, San Francisco? It's off the 27 line. I can take the Muni to In-N-Out. I can walk in and eat delicious food. We're talking about the health and happiness of San Franciscans. We can do something about this. In-N-Outs. Yeah, 11 districts, 11 In-N-Outs. Get on board, right? Your fucking district representative, San Francisco. No more Ford bikes, more in and outs. What's wrong with these? You know, and about these Ford bikes, right? There are 30 of these Ford bike stations here in the Mission proper. Each Ford bike station takes up three parking spaces. That's 90 spaces in the Mission. Ah! Like you are, we are really battling in the street for fucking parking spaces. Bitches are bringing out knives. Cunts are getting unwieldy now. You see, I try and bark in their bodies with parking spaces. No, it's my space. Gladiator times. If everyone just ate an In-N-Out, we'd be like, oh, did you, there was a, you know what, maybe you don't need the parking space. You know what, we'll just go to the In-N-Out, go through the drive-thru, come back, and it might be here later. There might be a parking space for you. Just let go for a couple minutes and come back. Someone else might leave. Let's save San Francisco, everybody. Thanks. Yay, me. Yay. Give it up for Pam Benjamin. Yay, me. But the In-N-Out rant is something I'm working on. I just kind of like rant. But I don't have any like new tags or things to... Frame it as like your mayoral platform. You know what I mean? Like there are a lot of problems with the city, but here's one very solvable one that we're not, that no one's talking about. Is yeah, with the fact that it's in like Fisherman's I'm Wharf running. some bullshit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where there is there there isn't even a Hooters here, is there? There's one in, again. There's one in South City. Yeah, it's next to that cool where I saw Star Wars. Great Hooters. No, they have a really good happy hour too. It's like thirteen dollar pictures. It's a really good deal. I would just say I really like the uh, the joke. The only thing I would change is up front, you when you say like the other problems, right. you kind of you also mention in and out up front, and then it's it's pretty obvious one of those things is different. Right, right, so right. So I just right. wouldn't. I would just do the the real and go. The, but then there's one problem that I, I can fix. fix. Right, right, yeah, right, right, and right. And then bring up in and out because it was it was clear that that was going to be what you're coming back to. Sometimes I get a laugh when I mention the problems. 
and then I say in and out and then I take a break and everybody laughs. Okay. And then I go into the premise. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, but it, but either way I need I need to try it the other way too and yeah, see if yeah. it's a surprise. But if I do it more of like I'm running like you guys, I know that I look like a crazy person, but mm-hmm. I you know how many people ran for mayoral candidacy last year? You know, and I can like even mention the mayoral candidates who were idiots, yeah. like broke ass Stewart, and like like all the people like I too like ants, the guy who does all the art and stuff. He's like I'm running for mayor, thought, like the idiot that, weirdos yeah. that run for mayor, and I'm like I'm gonna run for mayor, but I'm gonna win. <laughs> You know, no, no. I mean, Broke Stewart. Actually, when I heard him in a thing, I was like, actually, he sounds kind of smart. So it was nice. It was one of the first times I was like, oh, he's not such a douchey, fuckbag, pretentious asshole. He actually knows what he's talking about. That's great. Good for him. Uh, but mayoral can I'll try it as if I'm pretending that as an act out, I'm running for some mayoral candidacy. Yeah, and I mean, and then, crazy people running for office is a California tradition. <laughs> fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger was our governor for eight years or whatever the yeah, fuck. I know. We have Jerry Brown back, yeah, and he Jerry was Brown there in the back, 70s. He's like 98 years old. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell are exactly. you doing there? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Gary <laughs> Coleman ran for office. Oh, oh my pretty God. God. <laughs> <laughs> pretty far. Ronald Reagan was our governor, and yeah. Uh, he's still is he still alive? I I was wondering little people usually. That was super funny, uh, but I do want to say that was hella funny. Uh, but as far as when you're saying like there's 11 districts, let's get on board, San Francisco. Yeah. Um. Well, that would kind of solve like. 11 maybe 22 homeless people's problem you know they might get to go wash up somewhere 11 well, more and places and one of the cool things about in and out is if you go in and say you don't have money they'll give you free food Boom. because they are a christian run business now the problem with in and out is that they don't franchise so it is all owned by that one family that one uh, big christian family so i don't understand why they're so stupid they're and they don't want to make money in san francisco no, they're smart. everyone's gonna buy your motherfucking burgers but honestly if you walk in and you don't have any money and you're like I am super hungry. They will give you food. Really? Because they're because underneath their all their stuff, they have different Bible verses, and they're super religious. So We're next time, I, I'm gonna try to get a they free burger. They have First Corinthians, yeah, and they John have fucking John three sixteen, the and they have they have all the good ones, yeah. Even like they have an Ecclesiastes one, and I'm like, what the really? fuck? The On the, underneath the fries. Uh, yeah. Uh, right, seek and you shall find. Knock and the doors shall be opened unto you. Unless you're a feminist, open your own fucking door. <laughs> what did you? What Suzuki? What were you gonna say? I don't know. Just uh, the the concept of uh, John three sixteen as a sacrifice. Before I get this delicious sandwich, that was a sacrifice. To, um, well, that one is yeah. Out. For God so loved the world, He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believed in Him shall not perish but have eternal life. Yeah. So that talks about sacrifice, sure. But yeah, they should. I mean, if a, if a, that's the thing is, they should. We I'll have to stand outside of it in and out and teach the questionably housed people Bible verses so they can go in and say them and then get their free fucking burger. Just like, but actually, I can. This will actually become part of a joke. The very first one of the first memories I have was being four years old in kindergarten and standing up in front of the class and reciting a Bible verse to get a snack. Like before we got our snack, we had to recite a Bible verse, and so it was like a thing that maybe. They just love you memorizing scripture. And I'm like, I'll give you a burger for memory. I'm like, First Corinthians. Three. When I was a child, I thought like a child. I acted like a child. And now that I am a man in the love is patient, love is kind. It does not have pretense of posting. I should memorize more Bible verses. Okay, thanks everybody. Hey, this has been, I should never, I should definitely stop memorizing Bible. This is funny. I'll leave you guys, if anybody's ever wondered what this tattoo is, it's actually my favorite Bible verse. It says, don't indulge your ego at the expense of your soul. And it's 2 Peter 2.11. And I 
I put it on my body because I was like, that's a pretty good Bible verse for me. It's like, don't be a narcissist, you fucking cunt. It sounded a lot better than that, right? <laughs> that's the other one. From Thanks again to Aisha Birdsong, running the ones and twos. Thank you guys for staying the whole night. See you guys next week on Joke Workshop. Yay! Don't ever come at me with you got three on it. I'm going to tell you I'm dry. The last word for this lesson in truth. Tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's Underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere five dollars every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because five dollars, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere five dollars is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. If you're looking for a personal injury lawyer in San Francisco, look no further than Francis J. Shaheda. Mr. Shaheda did an amazing job with my case. First, he informed the courts about my case that had not been scheduled or submitted yet, despite the language on the citation. I was so confused and afraid of the legal system, but he did it all for me. He communicated promptly via email with any of my questions. I was afraid of an enormous fine for a small infraction, as well as a criminal offense on my record, but he spoke to the DA to have my case removed from criminal court and put into the community court system. 
I am so overwhelmingly happy with the results he generated and would recommend him to anyone with legal issues. This is a personal first-person narrative because Francis J. Shaheda helped me personally, helped Mutiny Radio go to him for personal injury issues. You can email him at www.personalinjuryattorneyfjs.com. Again, the law office of Francis J. Shaheda in San Francisco. awesome and underground space for an event? Look no further than mutinyradio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, theater event, fundraiser. If you think it, we can do it. You run the door in promotion, we run the sound, space, and podcast. Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's performance space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsadai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now. to hurt me, but boy, how it burns me whenever she touched me. And oh, I feel so lucky. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be like in front of an audience? Like other than like squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shit. From time to time, I've given it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! The Night Space brings you high time story time every Wednesday night from 10 to midnight on Mutiny Radio. Listen to San Francisco's finest underground comedians read crazy stories written by me, Arden, on The Night Space. The Night Space featuring high time story time every Wednesday night from 10 to midnight on Mutiny Radio. High Time Storytime Volume 1 now available on Amazon.com for Kindle and electronic download. I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on mutinyradio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie.
movie on YouTube. We watch the best movies that uh, aren't they good? Well, they're chosen. By uh, here's you. his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch. Howdy, mutineers. It is I, Stolowitz, Dark Lord of the Sith, and several dive bars in San Jose. Every Tuesday night from 10 p.m. to midnight, join me in my quest to escape from the occult oubliette, a world of violence, intrigue, sexuality, mysticism, magic, and leftover spaghetti. Enjoy my insane rants about leftist causes, Midwestern witchcraft, the ascendancy of Skynet, and why neo-paganism is vastly overrated. I've got guests, music, comedy, and old Alan Watts lectures from the 70s. How can you resist? You can't. I put a spell on you. Ah! MutinyRadio.fm is an official shrine of the miraculous garlic of Mount Cavalry. We are not associated with the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, except on Tuesdays at 10 p.m. Hope to see you there. Or hear you, I should say. Hey, Zach Wiseman, you're a good comedian. You know how I got good? How good? How did you get so great at comedy? I got great at comedy. Yeah, every Friday from 6 to 8 with new host Trina Roderick. It's where um, people go and sometimes they smell bad and sometimes they don't smell bad. Mutiny Radio made me great. (laughs) Mutiny Radio made me better than you. And that you can be better than everyone else too every Friday from 6 to 8 on Happy Hour here at Mutiny Radio. But you'll bet never be better than me. You'll never be better than me. You'll never be better than Zach. And you also, it's a happy hour, but we don't have any alcohol. So it's happy ish. But you're going to do comedy. I'll do comedy. And you're going to enjoy comedy. Just be an audience. Just come. It's free. Yeah, I just drink in my car. <laughs> you could like drink. Like a fucking adult. Exactly. Drink, drink around the corner somewhere else. Not here. But uh, come to Happy Hour every Friday from 6 to 8 with Trina Roderick. Yeah, do that. Tell me what you think about your situation. Complication, aggravation. Is it getting to you? Then tune in live every Sunday from 12 to 2 p.m. to the Edge of Insanity with myself, Paul Brumbaugh, Kit Marie, Brandon Ray, and Mistress Christine. All on Mutiny Radio. That's right, PCRCollective.org. We'll see you there. Are you a stand-up comedian? Do you want to be in 25 shows in five days at Mutiny Radio in San Francisco? Well, now's your opportunity. Apply now for the Spark Presents third annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival, March 1st through 5th. That's 25 shows in five days featuring 40 comics from out of town, and one of those comedians could be you. Go to our website, www.mutinyradio.fm, and click on the submission form. Apply for the Spark Presents third annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. It's only $10, and you can apply right now through November 30th for 25 shows during five days, all streaming live, all podcast posts, all Mutiny Radio, all the time. The third annual Spark Presents Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2018. Apply now. Sound up.